tried and burned Lessons that you've learned Awaiting your return To an explanation Tell me where you went Patience is a gift No one else could give Secondary The things I promised you And worse I couldn't help I always wanted to I wanted to build a home that's safe And quiet for you I wanted to say We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Owls. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Brittany Boot. I'm the owner of Boot Photography Studio. I'm John Popko. I work uh, for Time Shamrock with uh, Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN Radio. And 
And uh, we're here with the Scranton Alternative Rock Band University Drive. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is Ed and John. And uh, so we're here to talk about, uh, about the band specifically, and then uh, a little later on, uh, we're going to get to your comments that we asked for the other day uh, about the uh, marketplace at Steamtown opening an aquarium, of all things, in the area. <laughs> uh, so interesting announcement, interesting comments that we got from people. Uh, so we're going to get to those uh, in a little bit. But uh, first of all, we want to you know, talk about what you guys are doing here. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, uh, University Drive is relatively new. Yeah, I mean, the first show we had was uh, back in August, so we're very new, and we've been through about how many, four lineups, five lineups? A minimum of four, <laughs> a minimum lineups, of four yeah. so, uh, but we're still really new. I mean, we only have a handful of songs that we even know live at the moment, yeah. so, but it's been great. It's been awesome, yeah. Now, uh, a lot of people remember you from your previous band, uh, mm -hmm. Social State. So what made you say, that time is done, and now I want to start a new project and do something completely new? Mm, I don't know if it was so much uh, me saying, I, like, when, when I first started University Driver, even recording the songs and stuff, it was, it was more just like an outlet, and it wasn't meant to be... In my head, I was just doing it almost for fun and thinking like, well, maybe I'll do something with them. But I wasn't initially thinking of it as a band. So, uh, but once I had the full record done, I was like, yeah, I'll put it under my name. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. I should, this, this <laughs> sounds like something, you know? And, yeah. and me and John have been friends for a long time. Uh, so he was like the first person I talked to and actually wanted, like really, really wanted involved in it. So... Uh, I think it's just a continuation of uh, of this. This sounds really lame, but like who I was as, a, as far as a songwriter then. It's just a continuation of that now, and I've got some really awesome uh, musicians to back me up and help me. So it's great. So John, how did you get involved then? During the writing process, he would kind of just like, "Hey, want to go to Denny's?" And like he'd show it to me in his car. Mm -hmm. um, for a couple the, months. The music, right? Yeah, the music. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Other things, other <laughs> things, but specific to this right. conversation, the music. I wouldn't tell him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, um, it was really fast. That was very good. Uh, Thank you. But then finally, one day, he's like, hey, I'm ready to like actually do something with all these little snippets of music that I've been working on. So mm. kind of just grew from there. And, you know, I, I had the time to, to do it because I'm in a couple other bands as well. So. Yeah, I don't know how you find the time. I, it's, it, you know, it's, it's challenging, but it's It's, it's 5,000 bands. It's 5,000, yeah, every 5, band in the area. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, everybody but, needs a bassist. Everybody needs a bassist, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're the only reliable bassist I think everybody uh, knows. I'm the only stupid one to say yes to. But, it <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I had the time, you know, tons of free time to do it and uh, got together and... It's been great. Yeah, it's been good, so... Now, you had recorded a lot of the songs before there was even a band. Like, you did a lot of the, the stuff yourself. I did the whole record I just did on my own, and it was... Uh, I always wanted to do it since I was a kid, you know what I mean? Like, I grew up loving Foo Fighters and Nirvana and Trent Reznor, and so, like, all those guys at one point at least, like, demoed a few songs on their own, and Dave Grohl did his whole first record, and I was, always wanted to do that. I always wanted to try to do it, so... That was the main thing, you know what I mean? I just wanted to go in and do, not overthink anything either, because 
I think that's the biggest difference, too, to go back to the other question. Uh, the biggest difference between University Drive and Social State was Social State was a lot of, like, really honing, like, really, like, it would take 30 songs to get one song, you know, which was, which was a great way to work. But I kind of hit a wall where I, I just can't do that really anymore. And to go in there and just not really give a shit and just have fun. Right. You know, and go like, I'm. This is what's exciting me right now. I want to, want to play some loud fucking drums. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I want all feedback in a song, like, yeah. and just do it. It was really exciting. So, uh, but it's been great. And we have we have worked on a, like a couple new ones that that they've kind of put a little bit of their input into as well. These guys. So, that's been awesome too. Mm -hmm. So the uh, you you recorded at uh, JL Studios. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, how did they play a role in, in shaping the, the, the sound of this? Those guys are, I, I can't even, like, I, no matter what, how, how, how much I say right now, it's not going to properly express how indebted I am, and I think a lot of other uh, musicians who go there are. They're just a great presence outside of, of uh, their guidance, because they, they, they really give a shit about what you're doing there. Um, and and they want to help you. You know, they really truly care about the product that you're that you're trying or what you're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? So uh, Jay would you know coach me through drum tracks when I was fucking everything up, which was like every time I went to play drums because I'm not a fucking drummer. Uh, and uh, and Joe would tell me when you know that you should that's weird. Don't you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Do this. This will be better. But uh, so oh. honest criticism. Yeah, and, it's, and I and I love that shit. You know, I like when people uh, are real with me about stuff. But none of it was, uh, none of it like brought creativity uh, to a halt at any point. You know, I mean, it was right. the it was like creative momentum. Everybody mm -hmm. was kind of working together. Um, but uh, their their worth as far as the project goes is like I can't even say enough words how, about how great they are. Now the uh, the album is called uh, On Off Reset. Mm -hmm. uh, where, where does that where does the title come from? Well, I I love the Super Nintendo and the <laughs> On Off Reset. Uh, honestly, um, it's I think it's a pretty simple, easy metaphor to figure out. You know what I mean? I, I think it's uh, if, if if when when the album comes out and people listen to it, I think if you you know. There's there's a story there. There's a conceptual idea there, and if you listen through, it's somebody who's uh, you know lived a certain way for a certain amount of time, and then uh, life happens and things beyond our control sometimes happen, and uh, we have to uh, sometimes we have to or it feels like everything's breaking down, you totally turn off, and and then you have to rebuild. You know that's that's just kind of the way I look at it, or at least that point in my life when I was writing the record so it's just uh, kind of coming to terms with a lot of things about myself and uh, and trying to be a better person better musician better just try to be a better person I guess that's what it really is you know uh, I think some of the the lyrics reflect that as well mm -hmm. like uh, sinking in particular is, yeah, you know, yeah. stands out they're pretty pretty doomy lyrics. Some of them are pretty <laughs> yeah. daunting and stupid. <laughs> like really so you're stupid. feeling a little bit better now? Oh, yeah, abs absolutely. Exercising the demons, so to speak. Uh, I'm, I'm like totally happy-go-lucky person, like optimistic. I just, you know, I think like everybody else, everyone goes through 
shit, you know? And sure. I just decided to record it. Not shit, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, not literal, yeah. But that's pretty much that. Is music that outlet for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, a lot of people, I, I feel like I've been using this metaphor a lot, but a lot of people go hunting, go fishing, and right. that's just my, that's my hunting, you know what yeah, I mean? Sure. That's, and if, if I don't have it, I feel like insane. So it sounds like you play a lot of different instruments. Is I I fake a lot fake of different. <laughs> I fake it really well, but fake it till you make it. That's what I I've been telling myself, and I'm 30 now. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's um yeah I, I love it, and I kind of fool around with every instrument, but uh, I'm I'm most comfortable playing guitar and singing now for sure. You, you and you write all your own stuff. I do, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I mean, in a social state, and even when I was in a fire with friends, or when I was on and off in a fire with friends, like, we'd all kind of write together sometimes, and a social state was a lot of me writing bare-bones songs, and then everybody kind of throwing their spin on Just it, or, yeah, like, super collaborative, and um, this has been more, we haven't, like, for the little bit that, we, that we've kind of dived into, uh, uh, writing songs together it it hasn't been uh we haven't been able to be super collaborative yet but i'm so so excited to do it because they're all like john's super capable guy steve our drummer is amazing and mike Once you is, get new momentum with people like that it's yeah just, yeah it just happens organically yeah it just grows and grows and grows I, I could just tell even from like the few trips that we've taken to go play mm -hmm. shows and we all just get along so well and and uh it just it just feels really yeah. really nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's like all of us in the band now. Since he wrote all of it, we've kind of like studied it together. You know what I mean? Like, so the little snippets where we get a chance where we, we start not really writing but trying to collaborate on it. Mm -hmm. It's just I can't wait for it because I you could already tell it's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We we did a few shows uh, in uh, Detroit and and uh, in Chicago, and. Uh, and we were just in Stroudsburg this weekend, this past weekend, and I'm I just want to keep playing. You know what I mean? Like as long as for as as long as I can keep doing it, I just want to keep doing it. And I gotta really say really quick too that uh, like for as much as I love making the record on my own, after playing with these guys and even playing with the other people mm -hmm. who played in the band so far, like it just made me realize like. Fuck, that's why you make a record with people because uh, it's so much more fun and the songs really have like a life live, you know, like truly, truly a life of their own because because of them. So, what's your process like? I mean, I I get caught up in this the whole like A to Z type thing and I miss the you know B C D E. Like, how do you sit down and and, and kind of map out what you're gonna write about? Like, is does it just come to you as far as the topic or the... Um, it depends. For me, like, it, it just depends. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes, most times, I just sit down with the guitar, I sit at a piano or something, and, and I just, uh, I just mumble. You know, like I, I just, oh, like I just start making noises. And, I do and, it all day. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's more or less how I... Where's how your I, record? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my thing? I'll play bass for him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you, yeah. See how quick he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's on the ball. He's quick. Uh, but um, most times that's how it starts. Uh, and I just, I just allow myself uh, to 
to say whatever, you know, say anything. It could sound absolutely ridiculous and be terrible, terrible, terrible lyrically. But usually what ends up happening is I start to form a melody and a word pops up just from somewhere, you know what I mean? Like the taps open and it's just coming down and some word comes out and I go, okay, I like that. That represents something. What, what does that mean? You know, like why would I say that? Who's that about? You know, who am I talking about in this song? Why would they say this? And I just kind of keep going down that road and it, sometimes it takes months doing it that way, but sometimes it's really quick too. You know, it's like, uh, it's like the song almost writes itself. So that's, that's one of the ways I do it. Uh, sometimes I, I write, a, write down a bunch of stuff and, and go, all right, I'm going to use all these lyrics. And I try to fit them into a song. I go, fuck me, that is not <laughs> happening. There's no way. There's no way. I can't do it. But that's one of the ways I like to do it. So sometimes it's, it's music first and then lyrics or lyrics and then music? Mo mostly it's music first. Then, like I said, the general idea will usually all come out kind of at once, you know, like the, the main idea, like that safe and quiet song that I played, like, like that came out first as a chorus, you know, I, I want, I want to make it safe and quiet for you. And I had no idea what I was talking about. I had no idea why I would say that, you know, why would I say that? And then as I kind of started writing the lyrics and life happens, you know what I mean? And weeks go by and, uh, things started coming out little by little. I don't really, uh, I don't know. A lot of people, put a lot of amazing writers put so much thought and, and depth and meaning into their lyrics. And I, I think I put a lot of meaning behind everything, but uh, I just try to go for what sings well and what feels real and sincere, you know, so. Could a song take a day? Could it take a week? Mm -hmm. Could you put that on the shelf and come back to it a month later? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I have, like 25 songs right now that are all you know half songs like some are just a verse and a chorus some are just a drum beat and a bass line or a piano part some are full-fledged out compositions you know that might get totally you know mishmashed and switched around once we you know get in a room together but it it could go so many different ways i love i love all of it though every way i don't think there's one right way to to write a song you know um I know a lot of people who write lyrics first and then they'll put, you know, put that in music and that blows my fucking mind. Like, I wish I could do that so yeah. badly. I've done it like one or two times, but nothing on this record. It was all chords or piano stuff first and then the words kind of came later, you know. It kind of has a life of its own. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the, I mean, for me, that's just how they, uh, I think they, the songs come out the best when the effort is minimal. You know, not like you want to get up every day, like I try to get up every day and write something or pick up the guitar or sing something, but when it doesn't feel like a chore, I think when it when it's just a stream of consciousness kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, so. I, I think you could both speak to this. Uh, you know, if you're in a, a local band, I think you, you always have an uphill battle of trying to get people to come to your shows, mm -hmm. to get out in the first place, to get people to... Sure. you know give you a chance mm -hmm. even if they're there at the venue to get them to actually you know listen and not just chat with their friends the whole mm -hmm. time how do you how do you how, how have you done that over the years and, and how do you do that now uh with university drive mm. i mean for me it's for me i i don't really i used to get really caught up in it and all of it i kind of let go of a lot of that shit you know like uh it sounds silly but i just 
I don't expect a lot anymore, you know? I, I lowered, I don't mean that in like some, oh, I don't expect, I just mean like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's enough, like if, if I go to the show and there's this many people there, like that's, that's fucking crazy. There's, you know, they're listening to me. That's amazing to me, you know what I mean? And right. uh, I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't really focus too much on, on any of that stuff really anymore. I, I only worry about uh, putting on the best show and having fun with my friends, you know? Mm-hmm. It's my big thing. Now, can you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Permanence? Because that's also a new band sure. uh, that, that uh, you're in. Yeah, so Permanence was uh, Scott Jordan. He was the one of the original guitarists for Fire With Friends. And he left the band, I don't even know how many years ago now, but when he left, he, he didn't really pursue music, but he still kind of wrote you know things in his basement. Mm. So he just compiled them. And, and same thing, he, he met someone he worked with that played drums and they'd get together and, and, you know, run through a couple songs. And it started out just to be like a studio project, but I think he's already getting so much more from it than he expected. Um, So we kind of just got together, had a few beers. He showed us what he had, and and we went and recorded it. And, you know, it's kind of cool because we've all been in other bands together, and this is the first time we could kind of, like, we're not trying to invent a new genre or anything. We're just trying to play music that we used to like skateboard to you know what i mean like it's not you know so it, it's fun yeah and, and it, it's you know I, I, for scott I, I can't speak for him but yeah he's already getting way more out of it than i thought he would it's it's so good i don't mean to you know cut in but it's so good to see him doing something because he's so he's he's just such a talented yeah. person you know and i just yeah. love his voice Cause I, I, when he first called me at this point i was playing with a bar band dancehall devils university driving a fire with friends and i was like i would never say no to scott because he's done so much for all of us yeah so i went over and he's shown it to me and the next thing you know i, I just have a shit eating grin on my face i'm like yeah i want it <laughs> you know this is it yeah I'm all, I'm all about it so yeah so that's you know that's that's exciting too but we're already talking about trying to start writing a full length you heard it here first <laughs> sorry scott <laughs> Now, are you going to do a, a show on the bill together where you're going to have to do double duty? Already done it. Yeah, I've been yeah. there, done that. <laughs> already done, done it. There, yeah, we did that, uh, what, Friday? Uh, yeah. Irish Wolf Pub. Yeah. Yeah. And have we done another one, too? Well, it's almost like no one even asked me, and they're like, oh, we booked a show at University of Iowa. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I play for them, too. So it's like, um, but yeah, and that's fun, too. You know what I mean? It's Sure. If I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm having fun with now, it. Now, does each band kind of scratch a different itch, so to speak, creatively? Yeah, definitely. I think um, they're both similar enough, but like I said, Scott's was kind of just like playing songs that when I didn't even know how to play an instrument. You know what I mean? Going back to it, and then Ed's, he's just a genius, so oh, yeah. I just follow yeah. his lead and it works out, but... <laughs> We, we have a, uh, a reader question oh, uh, from Tim Rixner. Uh, he'd like to know if Ed would like to fight one elephant-sized Rivers Cuomo or ten Rivers Cuomo-sized elephants. Uh, That's a good one. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> what was it again? So was, could, could, you, could you ask okay. it one more time, please? So would you like to fight one <laughs> elephant-sized Rivers Cuomo mm-hmm. or ten... ten. 
river-sized elephants. Oh, 10, ten river-sized elephants. Absolutely. He is a small man. He's a small man. Right. Take so you could, yeah, you could definitely that. take Fuck 10 those. of them. They'd be done. They'd be done. <laughs> He's going to find you. And <laughs> yeah. I'm inviting them. Find <laughs> me. Find me. Yeah. Do a song together. Right, yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. That's awesome. He's 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 one that you've covered a few times. Oh my god, that's I mean, last night when I was playing, that's all I was doing was yeah. covering fucking Weezer songs. You know, like <laughs> I only cover like four or five artists. Like I don't have. I was gonna of, ask who's in your. Let's, let's um, say your top. Four it's or five. it's Foo Fighters. My top my like top three bands of all time are Foo Fighters, Nirvana, and Weezer. So if I'm playing okay. covers, that's all I'm really gonna be playing. And yeah. I mean, if you listen to any of the songs we released. It totally sounds like those three <laughs> yeah. bands, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but I don't really, you know, I don't play like any fucking Rihanna when I'm like doing <laughs> covers or anything like that. I just, I, because I, right. I don't know how to fucking play them. I don't know how to do it on the guitar. That's that's a that's a popular thing now. It seems uh, to, to for like a band to cover a pop version, uh, like oh, a pop yeah. song yeah. that's completely mm-hmm. out of their genre or whatever. Mm-hmm. People get into it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, especially if you're in like a party room. Yeah, I can people see it get being into so it. much fun. I just can't. I usually can't figure them out. Like I'm not. I just don't know where they. How they how yeah, do brain's it. not wired. That it's way. not. Yeah. It's not. I can figure out all my favorite songs, but stuff. I don't know. I was gonna ask you. Like, the what? motivation might not be there. That too. That too. Like leave that to them. Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna ask you like what like what you know you kind of based your your style off of and because uh, I heard a a lot of late late nineties early two thousands mm-hmm. to your the, the record coming out and uh, I want to say Deftones and you have a Deftones yeah. hoodie on yeah, a little bit. Product placement, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> STP maybe a little bit? I, I always like them, but not so much for my stuff. Right. Like, for me, uh, it's 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 just it's just a hodgepodge of all the things that I really love, you know? And Nirvana's in utero record changed, like, my life when I was a kid, you know? And I never heard a record that sounded so, like, raw. So I wanted to make music that sounded very raw sounding. Sure. But then I heard the Blue Album, Weezer's Blue okay. Album, and I never heard melodies so sweet and <laughs> and like hard driving uh, guitars, you know, not sound brutal but sound like pretty. So I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. That's kind of it, though. You know? Do you uh, do you have a record release or anything planned coming up? Not really. I mean, we're just we're just gonna be releasing it digitally and. I think I wouldn't throw it out uh, out the window that it wouldn't happen. It's right. just right now my prime concern is just getting the record out there, you know, because uh, I've waited too many times before and just waited and waited and waited and you try and you try to make this big show and it, you know, it, some, something or another doesn't work yeah. out the way you envision it. Gets it gets stressful. Yeah. You have to be selective with your energy. Yeah, too. yeah. I I I think. Uh, also, I just never, whenever we, I, I've released a record before, it was like, okay, here's the record release show. And here's, right. here, you've never heard any of these songs, you know, and get the CD. I think it'd be an interesting experiment to let people get the CD. And then right, have, to actually have, yeah. you know, be able to sing along, yeah, or, you know, to yeah. have a, an idea of what they're, they're getting before they see it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and have time to, to decide if they, like, hey, this sucks. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's okay, you know? So, sure. And they should have the option. <laughs> now, you're putting this out through uh, Fightless Records, which mm-hmm. is in Canada. So how do you yeah. hook up with a Canadian label? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
I think we talked about it a little bit in that article that you wrote, mm-hmm. but uh, what happens every time I do any sort of recording is I just go insane and I, I send out millions of things and I end up getting really stressed and really pissed. And no one's getting back to me. Oh, fuck these labels. Fuck this one. You know, like you just get aggravated and you think the worst thoughts. And I thought, there's no way, like, I want to keep this kind of positive energy and positive frame of mind in check and right when I sent stuff out I decided I'm just I'm just gonna two weeks I got two weeks I'm gonna send stuff out and if anybody gets back to me great if they don't independent release who gives a shit you know what I mean I'm just doing this for me it's fun uh, and nobody got back to me and uh, like the last day of the week I said I was gonna stop I saw one more something on Instagram like hey we want your music and I sent it to them and they immediately got back to me and they love the record and they're super nice and I they've just been doing such a great job they're just two guys like it's nothing it's not like a big huge team of people or if it is it's unbeknownst to me I have no you know what I mean <laughs> but uh, I talk to the, the one kid all the time his name's Kai he's a really awesome dude and he's just been they've just been doing really great stuff and it's it's help, you know. Yeah. It's a big, big, big help. So I suggest them to anybody. You know, it, you know, it might be good that it's a smaller thing, just because you know it, it seems like the the bigger the label, the more people that want a piece of the pie. Sure, you know? yeah. sure, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm, I, I'm just happy. I'm happy that anybody at all gives a shit. And the fact that he <laughs> like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That he just wants to help, or that they want to help at all is it's just it's really big. So. I'm very appreciative. Very appreciative. Cool. All right, anything else you guys wanted to... I'm excited to hear it. Oh, yeah, I was on iTunes yeah. trying to dig through it, and I, I listened to like you know 30 seconds to a minute long of what mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. and uh, I love what I hear awesome. so far. Yeah, yeah so I hope I, you guys dig it. I'm so excited to hear it live. Yeah, Friday, right? Awesome. Friday... Yeah, this, this, this Friday, Friday it's uh, the the record's coming out. Yeah, Friday it's coming out. It's, it's just a digital release, though. Right. So right, right now it'll... Probably within the next, the week or two after that, it, it, we'll, we'll probably have some physical stuff going on. But right now, it's just all digital. But that'll be available Friday on iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. It'll be all on there. And and there's a you know there's an EP available now as well mm-hmm. uh, that you can. Oh you can yeah, listen to. yeah. That's I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, the tep- temperamental EP <laughs> and uh, Disposition Collective. Uh, they were awesome enough to help us out and print out a bunch of tapes for us. Tapes, yeah, yeah, like actual cassettes, cassettes. Yeah, yeah, and they sound awesome too. Like they actually are mastered good. Uh, I, I, those guys are amazing, amazing. I really have to thank them. So, but yeah. (laughs) Any shows lined up? Um, what's our next show? That's a good question. question. You know, I gotta remember remember (laughs) these things when I come to do these things. Um, that's fine. We're, everyone else is on social media. Yeah, why can I be now? Right. So, yeah. I, mean, it's, yeah. I mean, is it really rude to I'll look at your open phone like an while someone else is on social media? On social media. Well, yeah, we'll just push, push your Facebook <laughs> We have. Uh, we oh no, no, we're playing uh, Record Store Day at Embassy Vinyl. Oh, that, that's, that's always fun. That's yeah. a great lineup that's, too. I saw, I saw the poster the other day. It's insane. Yeah. All the people. I don't. Even, I can't. I would. I would say who's on it. Okay. Thirteenth, we're on the other. 13th, right. we're playing the other side. You got anything else on which that? Is, which is right here in Wilkes Barre. Yeah. Other side on May 10th. May 10th, other side. 
Maybe. I don't know. That's amazing. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you the house band for other uh, Yes. <laughs> been lately. lately. Um, but yeah, I, the, the big one will be uh, will be uh, Record Store Day, though. I think that'll be yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, that'll be yeah. fun. So yeah, I was at that last year. It was it was nuts. It yeah. was cool last year. Yeah, it was it was a good show. It's cool to see people come out. You know what I mean? In droves like that. It's that want to hear music. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, speaking of which, uh, when we played down in Stroudsburg, uh, we played at that Sherman Showcase. It was so cool to like we were playing to a younger audience, like which we don't locally. You know, you're, you're only playing to bars mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is fine, you know. But uh, I for almost forgot what people. We're like Re- reaction, like how they react. <laughs> they're listening. And they're it was nuts. Yeah. It was nuts. We're doing. just like, like that's what with record store day. People yeah. are going to hear yeah. the music. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have that room where people are, you know, doing Jaeger bombs. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. just talking over the the band. And we only so had cool. like a couple burned CDs to hand. Out. Yeah, like because like, in my head I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. well, there's, it's just going to be like four people, and then there's like thirty or four. You know, that's a big. Um, that's a lot of people to yeah. us. Yeah, thirty or forty people. And I've got like seven burnt, yeah. shitty CDs yeah. I print out on my printer. I'm like, there's a, couple, yeah. kids. there's a couple like 16 year olds with like an actual merch table. Yeah. You walk in, it has like a price chopper bag <laughs> full of CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like put them on the edge of the stage and just open yeah. it. Like, here you go. Oh, <laughs> but it was cool to see like. Oh, they loved it. It was like, so cool yeah. to see kids engaged in music and it makes me have hope for yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the next generation of musicians and music lovers. So. MSC Vinyl is a cool place uh, to see a show too because the, the, the vibe in there is like you walked into some guy's living room mm-hmm. who's just yeah, an totally. avid collector. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. There's just piles of records I, everywhere and I you're competing that. for space mm-hmm. with the records it, themselves. And the people. Yes. And all the people too. Yeah. Yeah, you get like, well, that's what's cool about it too is it's, uh, it's not a super big place. So if you get like ten kids in there, automatically yeah. it yeah. feels like, dude, we played like hundred yeah, people. Yeah, and feel like everyone's night. like right there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very intimate. So when you get like thirty kids in there, it feels like yeah. you're playing the biggest show on the planet. I haven't played there in years, so it's gonna be. I never played there. So well, there you go. Yeah. It's gonna be so <laughs> fun. It's gonna full be so band fun. we're doing. Full it's band, baby. <laughs> Burn some CDs. This time, yeah, this time. Burn some we'll, CDs. we'll have some. We'll have some by then, for sure. <laughs> some cassettes, maybe, too? Yeah. Some, yeah, we have. I still have some cassettes, so. And they still have them. I would say I want one, but I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I don't understand. understand. I have a cassette player. There you go. I, I do. It's in, my, it's in my car. I used to. <laughs> you have one in your car? I do. They stopped making cars with CD players. I have an old Volvo. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. I yeah. My stepfather, because he has a t- he has a tape deck in his truck. It's cool. <laughs> I think I offered one to my dad. He's like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with it?" <laughs> it's still cool. I'm not bashing them. You're bashing them, I but like I don't it. have any. Like well, those kids that you're playing to, they they like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Side note: I heard that Prince, one of his albums, once they made tapes or once they made CDs, he was pissed off that you could skip to each song, mm-hmm. so he recorded the whole. Album. That's amazing. Track, That's right? amazing. You had to like fast forward and like, rewind amazing. to get to. That. Yeah. that is something he would definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. That's such an awesome idea. I don't know why I never thought of that. It's great. Yeah. That's great. Try skipping this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, he really got one over on like everybody on technology moving quicker than he was uh, ready for, I guess. Yeah. How do you feel about him hit the, them digging into his vault now? Uh, I don't know I how I don't know how I feel about that because it it's seems like he put all that stuff in there in the in, for a reason. Like he didn't want people to to hear it. 
and now that he's dead, it's like now they're just going to start pulling it out and putting out CD after yeah, CD well, that yeah. he never really like expected that, to release. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have such an audience, you know, you have to be selective about what you want out there. Right. You know, and it can go both ways. Like sometimes the, the record label, you have stuff that you want to put out there that you can't put yeah. out there, and you have stuff that right. you're not that you don't want to reflect on you that might just be for you. Yeah. Like, you know how that is. Like, you have you have art that you just make for yourself. Sure. So it could be, you know, I think it's a little invasive if you dig into something that somebody's not necessarily, if they weren't comfortable with it when they were alive, they're certainly not going to be comfortable yeah. with it after their, their right. death. Yeah. That's a little effed up. If there was no book. financial gain, I think it would be better. Yeah, sure. that's that you puts know, a whole like different give, spin on it. Give it, it to the, the, the true fans, the people that want to just hear it yeah. and right. appreciate it yeah. and judge it for what it's worth. And not make a buck off of it. I mean, to be fair, I'm sure whatever comes out is, is going to be good because, I mean, with his standard of what he wanted out there, right. I'm sure that, you know, it's probably high quality. He just thought it was shit and put it in there, yeah. even though but your also, average listener would probably be yeah. blown away he, by it also, or at least very satisfied with yeah. it. Maybe protecting how he wanted to be perceived by people or how he wanted to be right. reflected by people, which is a huge thing. When you have that persona, like, you have to, like, Kind of be selective about what you put out there, and he's prop. Not that it's good or bad, but it might be something like, what if it's totally different than like yeah. what his fans That's love him for, yeah, and and right. you know, and the people that he inspired or influenced. Like it could be completely opposite of that. You know, he might have just like maybe didn't want that to represent his his art, his art. You know, I, I agree. Know. Right? Is that crazy? I know, but I think whatever the, is released, people will love just because he's it's no him longer because here. he did it right. And he's sure. no longer here. So right. no matter what happens, they'll they'll enjoy it, just be, just out of respect for his history and all mm. that kind of stuff. So that's what they're doing. They're totally doing it. I, I think, I, as far as I know, yeah, they're going to to uh, release more stuff uh, that he didn't put out himself. I think, like you said, though, like the fina- financial gain, yeah, like that's that, that totally yeah. fucks the whole thing. When they start right. doing hologram concerts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right, that's crazy. aggravating. When are, you, yeah. when are you guys doing that? The hologram, yeah, the hologram yeah. set. You well, can just book all the shows all over town and just like book the hologram. Yeah, yeah. Cassette tapes, hologram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a yeah. bit of a jump, yeah. Yeah. technology wise. Innovative band. Yeah, yeah. It's like some spooky shit. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, yeah, I, I don't like I it. mean, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wary about paying for things where I'm, I'm seeing a lot of stuff on a screen and not a lot of stuff live. Yeah. So to me, it's kind of the same thing. It's pretty similar. Also, it's creepy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless it's like, you know, if it's if it's like, uh, you know, the emperor comes up and I can communicate with the emperor through hologram. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. you know, I would yeah. be all about that. But uh, other at a, in a concert setting. I don't think so. It's, it's when someone's like freshly deceased, you know. Yeah. You have to yeah. like what people a lot of times don't consider in that world is yeah. like their family or their children, yeah. and right. like imagine what that's like for them to kind of see somebody who they're still kind of like mourning, like in this like, and it's just like totally spooky and yeah. like. It's like an thing. 80s like future movie with like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone or something. You know what I mean? It's like this whole other world that like I don't think should necessarily like yeah. exist. Right. It's weird. It's very even uh like i mean tupac was the first one that yeah. i saw yeah that, like yeah you should have been you should have been i'm okay with that i i that that thing freaks me the fuck out watching that one like i remember watching well the the mo i remember right when it came out and we were living in this one apartment uh in scranton 
And my roommate was like, yo, did you see the Tupac? Did you see the Tupac hologram thing? I was like, no. And he's like, he's fucking alive. And I'm like, I know where he's got to be alive. Because I'm like crazy into all that weird conspiracy shit. Yeah. So I was, so I, right when I saw that, you know, Machiavelli lives, I was like, yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's, he's fucking coming back. And he didn't come back. Too bad. Not yet. Who, who else did it? Michael Jackson? Yeah. Elvis? Was he was ever not a hologram? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he... That's just how he booked his performances. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Very transparent. <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's all very strange. Yeah. It's the 90s, though. Anything can happen, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's true. Well, I mean, we were talking about Cobain. They did it to Cobain, too. You know, he wouldn't have liked that. Years oh, later, yeah. after yeah. Imagine, you know, they put right? out that one song, and they we still play it on the radio all the time. You still hear it. We were playing a show against that. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's not a bad song, either. Is it, you know, you're right. Those, yeah. 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 The, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say every song's great. Sure. Right? But, like, every, every uh, it's awesome when you're a fan. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. there's yeah. a song, but, like you said, like, yeah, there has to be some sort of respect. Uh, towards the artist's integrity right. and what, like you said, like uh, like the legacy that they'd want. Right. You know what I mean? The way they want to be seen. However, I am curious, uh, not to go back to Prince, but I am very curious as to what, uh, like what he, what his intentions were. Like just personally, sure. like what his personal intentions were. Like I wonder if he was like, when I die, I want you to fucking put all this shit up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a note somewhere or something. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there is. You know? like There has yeah, to be some kind of detailed yeah. uh, what to do with all that. There has Sup- to be. Supposedly, he has, like, like, a, like what, 50 music videos or something? Oh, like, yeah. fully, like, yeah. I remember. Tons of albums. Yeah, like, that's full, in, full I couldn't imagine. That. I couldn't yeah. imagine. That guy was fucking crazy. <laughs> Amazing. At that point, if you wanted to be... A financial gain for his family. I mean, who's to say that that's not the case? Yeah, yeah. you know, that's true. That if it's for the family, yeah. like that's a different story. Yeah. Right. My point was like, so f- if I could relate it to like photography, let's say I do a shoot of a band and mm-hmm. I put five photos out online or or release five photos, but I took fifty, and those other photos are just kind of like uh, I don't really necessarily Absolutely. think that they would represent what I'm Absolutely. trying to do yep. or what I think is like good in reference to what I think, you know what I mean, my mm-hmm. standard of art or, or how I want to express myself and reflect the, the person that's doing it, like the band or whatever. That's, like, my problem with mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. I think, well, and that's probably why it's put away and that's probably why it's in that vault, you know? Yeah, I respect that, too, yeah, sense, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. if you don't have, obviously after your death, you have to have some control over, mm-hmm. like you said, the legacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to tie it back into what you guys are doing, uh, you know, creatively, uh, what what do you want people to take away from your songs? You know, how do you want people to to feel when they hear them? Or I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want I don't know. What what got me into music in the first place was I felt like I didn't feel like anybody was yelling at me. You know what I mean? Like whenever I put on one of my favorite records, it, it wasn't telling me I was wrong. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it wasn't telling me that I was, uh, all the, everything that was wrong with me was telling me that you're not the only one. You know, all my favorite records do that. You, you know? be relatable. And that's, I guess that's really my goal with this. I want somebody to be able to pick up that, any song that we have, you know, and from any band that I've been in or been a part of and uh, 
be able to maybe find a piece themselves in it, you know, for for better or for worse, you know. Yeah, but, uh, it's absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's the most important thing, and like, I just I just want I just want people to connect to it. Yeah. Even just on a basic level. The same with you, John. Yeah, I mean, did you ever hear a song and you just feel like it was written like for something you're going through or written for you? Right. That's what yeah. I look to do. You know, I don't write any of the lyrics or anything, but. I try to do a lot with mood, yeah, you know, chord, chord progression or, sure. or feel. Um, but that's all, all I would ask for, somebody to get something from mm-hmm. it, you know, take away, some kind of takeaway. You almost have, a, I, I don't know, I don't want to say a responsibility, but kind of a responsibility as an artist to be able to, whether it's a song or a painting, be able to create an energy for someone to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you are relaying those emotions that they might not necessarily know how to express, and you're kind of expressing them for them, you know. Yeah. So it's that's it's all. I mean, that's how I feel art is. You kind of have this responsibility to people uh, to find comfort in what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. I think to do it honestly. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's big because, t- to me, again, like that's uh, the 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 art that kind of would shake me up would be. The most like something that you could just you go that's sincere. I, I, I yeah. feel that's that's real. You know what I mean? It comes it's, from somewhere. Yeah, it's not dressed up in a bunch of shit. You right. know, whether it's like like layers of sound or a bunch of tuning or this or that on you know the voice. Like you could just feel that it comes from a sincere place. You know, like yeah, authenticity. I think that that's the most important thing. Sincerity equals authenticity. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to uh, to close out tonight, we uh, want to get to our last word, which uh, tonight is going to be about uh, the marketplace at Steamtown. Uh, so, uh, weird, interesting bit of news yesterday uh, that that came out um, that they're going to be building a seventeen thousand square foot Electric City Aquarium and Reptile Den, uh, where the Express, Hollister, and Verizon stores used to be. Uh, it will contain more than 1,000 animals and tanks up to 30,000 gallons, uh, along with features like a touch pool uh, to pet uh, certain species, uh, educational programs, and uh, space for birthday parties and other events and things like that. So we asked people on our Facebook page, uh, what do you think of that? Do you think that's a smart idea, or do you think that it should be filled with uh, stores and be used as a more traditional uh, kind of mall space? So I just want to read a couple of the comments, and then everybody can feel free to kind of jump in with your own opinion. Uh, Let's see. Um, This is actually one of my favorites, uh, comedian Ted Hebert, who uh, often comes to our open mics. You might have seen him on our our live stream yesterday. Uh, uh, I think it's a nice gesture on behalf of the lizard people who run the Scranton government (laughs) to ensure the lesser evolved cousins are given such a lovely habitat. I think that's that's a wonderful gesture. It's pretty pretty, Uh, good. It's accurate. Gary Irwin says, uh, I have mixed feelings about zoos and aquariums, but as a parent, I'm always on the lookout for something to do, especially in the winter months, and I think this will be a solid addition. Uh, We head to bees at least once a month, and it'll be nice to have another option. Uh, Bobby Joe Moran says, I love the idea. It'll bring tourists, and that means more local spending as well as giving educational programs to the general public. Uh, Giovanni Piccolino says, fantastic idea. Um, Melissa Lynn Andrews says, uh, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I love zoos and aquariums and the like. Uh, They promote wildlife education and often work on rehabilitation for wild animals. Um, and then we, uh, we got some comments on the other side. Uh, Chelsea 
uh, Smile says, uh, oh God, uh, Scranton does not have a good history of this, uh, linking to the Naog uh, Park, which mm -hmm. uh, has, has a terrible history of taking care of uh, animals. So I could, I could see where that comes from. Uh, Jason Allen McLean says, uh, I'm not a fan of animal exploitation. Even if the animals are properly taken care of, it's still an ethical dilemma to me. Uh, don't have good feelings about this. Uh, Sean uh, Shazel says, uh, if this actually has a positive impact on wildlife conservation, that'd be great, but I'm very skeptical. Um, Caitlin Allison says, not a good idea. I'd rather more traditional stores uh, keep the animals in the wild where they belong. Uh, my favorite, uh, uh, Abby Normal, uh, so <laughs> uh, a reference to uh, uh, Young Frankenstein, I hope, is a uh, bad idea. Animals are not entertainment. Uh, putting them in this environment ensures that some will be killed and injured. And, uh, you know, some people also brought up the point that uh, in the first release, just it is just the initial news. We don't know much further <clears throat> than that. Uh, but they had mentioned that the guy who's going to be in charge is more of a wildlife... Uh, not necessarily an expert, but a, an enthusiast, as opposed to saying that he's a you know his doctorate in this and that. You know, so mm -hmm. you know I think people are worried about what this what, what their qualifications are going to be uh, if they're going to be taking care of the animals well enough or not. Um, and we just got a live comment. Uh, Ann Smith says, "I uh, love this idea. Uh, there's nothing here for locals." I disagree with you there, but okay. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot less than. Uh, maybe people would want. Uh, kids need this, excited for this. So uh, what do you guys think? Do you think it's, uh, it's a good idea? Well, I'm not really opposed to anything opening in any kind of downtown area where the economy is kind of suppressed a little bit. Um, I think with more research, as long as uh, things are being done ethically and morally and done the right way, uh, I think it's awesome. Hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. As much as I love the Express, uh, to shop at, uh, you know, aquarium's cool for yeah. me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, as long as it's done the right way, uh, you, you don't want to have this big aquarium and it's like kind of hokey. Like, it's like sometimes they're sad. Half-assed. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, but make sure it's it's a learning experience for for children and make sure it's done ethically like you said. And and um, I, I know who the owner of that the mall is and I think what he's trying to do for the city is a very positive thing. Absolutely. Which the city needs. Yeah. I mean, the city is not in great shape. So anything positive that can be done in that setting, I mean, he's done stuff as far as bringing an LCCC to the mall, um, just bringing like out of the box. Yeah, different. It's yeah. different things. Like things. not not the traditional. You know, here's yeah. a, here's Express and here's this, here's that. It's stuff that you can you know kind of like an attraction center. And he he has the Iron Horse movie bistro across mm -hmm. the street mm -hmm. that will be opening soon so that should be pretty cool yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so the, i mean he has a, a big vision and you know i have to support the things that he's doing just because it's a step in the right direction hopefully it's just you know done the right way right sure, sure. and and i i think uh you know uh, uh, connor uh langan brought up a good point in one of the comments yesterday too uh, uh when everyone complains there's nothing to do and then someone you know does, does something, something mm -hmm. uh you know yeah, good things try to happen true. and they poo-poo right. it right away you know like like instantly uh in fact there's actually uh there is a petition out uh within hours of the announcement to stop uh, it to, to stop it um, see, I think that's and funny. and it's like why don't you just like relax and let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if something's going like all like ridiculous over there and it's like not good, then well, I could see like well, all right, let's do something to get this done and, and out of here. 
Well, what's interesting is I, I called them all to kind of confirm everything because I don't want to report anything, uh, you know, before uh, we, we have confirmation mm -hmm. that this is absolutely accurate and, and whatever. And they said, well, we didn't actually meant for the press release to go out yet. It just kind of leaked out and the press got a hold of it and they ran with okay. it and we really wanted to kind of, you know, do an official announcement and things like right. that, which we probably will in a couple of weeks. So uh, obviously we'll be there to cover that. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have more information at that point to make a, a, a better judgment of what they're going to right. do. I mean, I, I'm an animal lover. Uh, obviously, we, we do, uh, you know, shelter Sundays uh, every Sunday on, on, uh, on the website uh, where you feature a, a local dog and a, lo a local cat who's, you know, looking for, uh, looking for a, a forever home. And we do, uh, we do that all the time. We ha we've had a lot of success with it. We've had a lot of animals that have been adopted over... Uh, you know, the past about year and a half or so that we've been doing it. So I'm, I'm all for the animals. I'm not sure that this is the same thing as like, you know, keeping uh, keeping the elephants in, in, right. in, in, the, like, the way that we did it at Naog and keeping fish in a tank. I'm not sure that, that, that they equate to the same thing. Not to say that like one life is worth more than another or that one animal, you know, matters more than another animal. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know if you can exactly put them it's in this, like evident. if it's fair to, co to compare yeah. what happened at Naog to, to something that's going to happen with completely different people in a different area of the city over here, you know? I've been to different places where you can see that things are being ran smoothly. And you, I've also been to zoos where it's evident that like these animals are in distress. And it's very, like, sad. And I actually cried at the zoo once. My sister put it on Snapchat, and I was, like, so <laughs> embarrassed. But I was, like, crying. But yeah. that guy, so I've, I've seen both. Like, I've seen uh, aquariums where it's just, this is just, you know, especially for smaller reptiles and things like that. Like, I don't, like you said, not to, like, the balance of, you know, putting another life higher than others. But right. there are ways to replicate that environment and, and do it in a positive way and an educational way. So I've seen both ends of, ends of the spectrum. So I guess you have to just kind of wait and see how they're going to approach it and how they're going to handle it and, and what kind of environment it's going to be. Right. Yeah, I think the requirement of care is much different for an elephant than it would be for a lizard or right. a snake. Yeah. Sure. Um, That's so. like saying you can't have a pet lizard because it's, like, inhumane or something, you know? Right. Or, like, I mean, yeah, I guess you I mean, could say how, that. How do you justify like, having right. an animal, which, you know, is technically in captivity in your home, and that's okay. Right. But having one here for taken educational care of by, purposes by experts. Is not. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm no, I'm no expert on this. Who are so, we? You know, Who it's are just we? my yeah. my layman's opinion, and you know, we'll the, still have uh, to just stay tuned and see how yeah. they do Wait things. And see. You know yeah, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> a I have no idea. And then we'll, we'll I hope it's great. I hope it's yeah. yeah I mean, at, at this point, uh, I think anything going in the mall is yeah. positive. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, I, I, the, I think the marketplace upstairs, the idea that they have for that is a really cool idea. You know, I hope that takes off and that you know people are interested in supporting that mm -hmm. and uh you know and are willing to you know i think the other thing too is is you know people are used to buying their goods at a walmart or a target right. or something mm -hmm. like that are they willing to pay that extra dollar or two because it's handmade because it's a local business mm -hmm. that right. kind of thing you know i, I, think, I think we're we'll transitioning more into that I, and i hope so i mean i think i think when you look at like arts on the square mm -hmm. and things like that you have people that are willing to come out and support events like that. Right. So, you it's, know, it's, this is kind of that same sort of idea or spirit year-round. Yeah. 
it's difficult because we're so programmed to be like, this is what I want, and this is I want it exactly where I think it's supposed to be in the store and at exactly what price I think that it's supposed to be. And if it's not there, I'm pissed, and I'm going to write some shitty review online. or like, You know what I mean? Like, We are so needy and so spoiled as like a consumer that we're not... I, I think there's a trend right now, and I don't really mean to say trend in a negative way. It's like a great trend that people are more focused on doing the local thing and the handmade thing and like right. it seems like that is something that's people putting a lot more uh, interest into so yeah. hopefully I said it last week the continue. assholes speak the loudest <laughs> that's <how> it works <laughs> it's true so yeah so Ed if you, if you want to get uh, set up and, and mm-hmm. play us out uh, sure. with a song yeah, uh, we can continue so. talking for a minute while you get Okay. Set up if that's yeah. cool with you. We have to tune this thing. Yeah, sure. I might have to borrow a stool. Yeah, by all means. Uh, so, <laughs> you 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 mentioned that uh, you know you think the owner is doing a good job with uh, the the marketplace so far. I think thinking outside the box is 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 literally the only option at this point mm-hmm. because it seems like any chain that we could have gotten has already been here and gone right. and hasn't really worked. I mean, what else? What, what what else is there other than to put these types of things in there? Yeah, and he's already, you know, he's invested in the, in the purchase. Obviously, um, he's repainted the outside and renamed it and brought in it's a new new thing. So I mean, he cares about his investment. He needs it to do well. Right. So, you know, he has the only benefit for him is for to, to bring things in and, and they also do well. So Breathe some life into the city. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I wish them all the best. I work downtown. Mm-hmm. I, my office is literally a block away. I have Starbucks coffee every morning. Uh, so, I mean, I want that mall and, and that, that, that building to do very well. And, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the marketplace in general, I think, is... I mean, mall to call it a mall is is, is pointless now. You know, it's not a draw anymore. Right. I mean, even you know, like uh, the the Viewmont Mall, which has been a, a success, you know, from the beginning. Even that, you see, starting to wane a little bit, you know, or or have trouble, you know, keeping everybody there, and it's 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 frustrating to see, especially when you grew up with it, you know, that uh, that these places are gone, and then all the jobs are gone with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, th- I mean, things change. The internet is a huge factor in that. Right. You know, I just. And we're you're contributing. Cu- you're cutting out the middle. Hey, <laughs> hey, my business is affected by that too. I mean, I work in radio, and yeah, you know, I, it's it is what it is. Um, we we do the best we can, and, and there's still value in radio. There, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, the internet cuts out the middleman for for brick and mortar stores. It, it just cuts that that out. Right. And I, I did want to read uh, uh, one other comment because it's it's an interesting perspective because it comes from uh, a local business owner who is in downtown Scranton. Uh, uh, Christian uh, Pelosi runs uh, Eden the Vegan Cafe. Uh, he said he fe- he feels that it's uh, uh, disappointing, uh, and which I could see because him being a, a vegetarian or vegan, I believe uh, you know he would probably be against this sort of thing. Uh, some sort of uh, sea creature and reptile zoo. Uh, or prison at, at the mall. Uh, let's act like it's the 80s and move the, the defunct and archaic uh, Neog Zoo into the mall space. Uh, it's laughable and backwards. Um, but he said, with that said, the, the mall is at the southern edge of downtown, uh, so most certainly not at the heart of the city. 
uh, from uh, Spruce to the Courthouse Square to Linden to Adams Avenue. It's all these areas that are the real uh, heart of the city where many small businesses are attracting people downtown and it continues to develop uh, with some wonderful businesses moving in like Jack's Draft House, uh, the AV, uh, the Leonard ramping up their shows, um, the uh, edge of the downtown Lackawanna Avenue with empty storefronts and the marketplace moving away from actual markets. Uh, I guess this can kind of con be considered uh, south side now anyway. Uh, it would have been nice to see the growth of downtown expand from the heart of the city to the southern edge of Lackawanna Avenue, but oh well, all of us in, in the heart of the city will continue to grow and attract customers and keep people, uh, making people happy every day. He shouldn't be competing with just a few blocks away. It should yeah. be like a, a kind of an organized effort. He and I have our differences. Mm -hmm. That was a little dramatic. He actually removed me from his Facebook page. <laughs> um, and that's fine. Uh, but <laughs> What'd you do? And, and, well, no, I, I, just, I just saw this constant negativity of, of yeah, stuff that's coming a, that downtown. A little, that's a little argumentative, you it's, know. You should, you're not in competition with another part of the city, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it just, you know, there was negativity that I that I saw. Um, and, you know, this this new place opened. That's It's bullshit. That shouldn't have happened because it's, it's, it's bad for this. It's like, how could anything be bad? Yeah, it's I mean, new and it's drawing people downtown. You're in downtown. Right. And it only benefits you because now they have a chance to see your restaurant, mm -hmm. right? To, to eat at your restaurant. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, that's into a little. That, I, I, just, I felt like that was argumentative and a little competitive, it's, and it's kind of like you're kind of defeating your own purpose in a way. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's interesting to have all different perspectives. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and not just you know have people that agree with us or pat us yeah. on the back right. and you know keep keep doing that or, or whatever because th this is going to be controversial going absolutely. forward absolutely you know i yeah. think we're going to be talking about it again in the future at some yeah. point like i said we just have to stay tuned and see how it pans out and how it's how it's ryan and how like you know what the environment is and the ethical situation is over there sure yeah. ed are you set to go i am set as far as i know all right mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you so much to uh, listen to us, uh, us babble for an hour, and uh, I, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with uh, Aaron Fink, uh, which uh, we're very excited to have him on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll have more on that uh, on our Facebook page during the week. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, here's Ed. Thank you. This song called You Won't See It. I don't sleep too well Without your arms around mine Now time slips by She'll make you bleed And no one knows when it ends You won't see it, yeah No one waits on your kiss And can't pretend in my soul Far away from love But I'm no use to anyone In my soul Unrelatable You gotta know You told me
times I sat with you on the floor with water holding you the times I chased you down afraid you'd end it all those don't count I'm just a kid that's what you said and I know someday you see it did well hope you can in my soul far away from love that I'm